You are listening to Nick Portella's Mixed Martial Arts Update in association with Primal Radio. All right, Primal Radio, we're back. We are. Hey, Tom, what's up, buddy? I mean, forgot you were on the show for a second. <laughs> yeah, I'm great. I'm great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, we, we, God damn it, we're, we're doing the year-end MMA review in the middle of January. It's been over a month since we had Nick on, and just through, we tried to get him a little earlier. Just logistically, it was a nightmare with everything going on. Nick, what's up, buddy? Nothing, man. What's going on, guys? Doing well. We're excited to talk about all the stuff that happened in MMA. I mean, more and more stuff keeps, you know, craziness happens. And, of course, we want to talk about what's going to happen this year, your take on it, you know? Oh, so, boy. I'm sure you Oh, boy. <laughs> you live this. This is what you asked for. And this is what yeah. you set out to do, to create this, this monster. Here's a question. I don't know if I'm talking. So when you started doing the MMA stuff, when you started, did you ever think it was growing to where it's starting to go now? I mean, it's getting bigger and bigger. I hoped it would. Uh, did right. I think it would happen this fast? Probably not. But it right. seems that it has picked up steam somewhere down the road. I don't know. But right. I'm happy about it. It's always a good thing. It is. But always be careful of what you wish for or pray for then shit just starts happening you're like and are you ever ready no like fuck yeah. no never ready. it almost makes what i do semi-important now <laughs> almost 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 we're almost important i think we've dropped down the pecking order because we've really struggled to get some time with you man i know this uh, is true man, it's been super wild man with stuff that's going on currently and i, I as we get into it I'll, I'll fill you guys in it's just been Insane, hectic. I haven't had time for anything. Well, you could you could start with that. What's uh, well, going on with your world? Well, we've kind of ventured off into the world of bare knuckle boxing. Yeah. Um, they have their their show coming up February second in Cancun. We're going to Cancun to cover it. Nice. Uh, that's a good thing. That's a good thing, right? And right. we've been doing all the pre-fight media having opponents on together and there's guys right, in Mexico right. and the U S so scheduling gets tough, but I think we are pretty much done all of it now. Right. Now, did you so, see, cause I, I'm shocked that it's, it's getting as much traction as it is to be brutally honest. I foreseen it. I've been, I covered bare knuckles since before their first event. I just had a hunch, you know, right. that, you know, it's a new thing. So I'm like, all right, let me get on board for the first event, right? And I'll at least benefit from this is some new shit. You know what I mean? Right. And it just continued to grow. Well, what's and the money like for these guys? Do you have any idea? I think it's on par. I would guess it's on par with the average MMA pay. Okay. Like nobody's, Which nobody's is pathetic. Paid. Well, I mean, they don't do bad. Nobody, nobody's making millions. I don't think. Uh, I no. guess there could be one or two that are, right. but I, I think because it's so new, them guys over there did it right, though. I mean, Dave Feldman runs Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, right. and he's not new to this. You know, no, he he's was been around a while. Yeah, he's been holding you know the Bare Knuckle fights, but now that it's sanctioned and legal, it's. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I was happy I got on beforehand, and right. it's taken me to Mexico, so I'll, right. I'll take it. You used to do it, yeah. I've done it, and I can tell you, I fought in uh, like a makeshift cage with chicken wire and two-by-fours <laughs> and nails coming out of it. There's no doctor, no television, no cameras. Wasn't that exciting? 
I mean, you could have died. So I figured I was on Indian <laughs> reservation. That if I had died, that it fed me to the fucking coyotes out back. No one would have known. It was right. so. Yeah, that now that it's mainstream is kind of shocking. It's pretty ugly sport in Nashville, but I guess it's growing. The skill level's going up, and I guess it's got a little niche. So good for it. I'm happy for them. Yeah, it's just something else that we can add to talk about. So it's always good when something new is successful. Right. Right. So 2018. Um, I have an agenda which I never sent you because I'm unprepared. Right, Tom? And, right. But I shocked him and sent him a prepared. List of notes. I have a bunch of topics I want to cover. You want me to go over it in that way or just kind of let's get your overall take. How was the year in MMA? I thought the year in MMA was good, man. It, it's always good. It just keeps getting better. There's always upsets. You're always going to have this guy should beat that guy, should beat this girl. Uh, the only thing in, that did that I'm seeing more of it in 18 that I'm not a fan of yeah. is I'm not overly excited about the champion versus champion fights. Because right. if you get the super fight, that means you're taking away from somebody who's been grinding to get a title shot. Right. Well, as we know, fight, the fight game forever has never been fair. To right. There are guys, a lot of guys who've deserved titles and so on and so forth who just never got it. And like you said, that super fight takes over and that boils down to the dollars and cents. Yeah, so. I think they should take one card out of the year, like let's say in July. And yeah. make the whole card the super fights. Get it out of the way, and then we can get it out of the way. Yeah. Resume business as normal. Like they're great fights to watch. They are, but it kind of it kind of throws the whole order of operation. Like, hey, I'm supposed to be next, or this guy. You know, I've been the number one contender forever. Why is this guy coming out of another weight class? You know, for a title shot. Right. So it, it's kind of it, it's good and it's bad. It's bad for the guys who do it and. That's their career, and they're working for right. a belt. Right, and there are a lot of Good. guys who, like you said, work up to that top ten, that top five slot, never get that shot for whatever reason, and then now we're, you know, packing boxes some warehouse because they spent all these years right. before and just missed that opportunity. Not through, not not necessarily through anything that they have done, but just right. make the right. Who knows? But it's sad. I agree. I agree. But is that the is that the general feeling with the guys you're talking? Yeah, I mean, the super fights are, for, for the media part, the super fights are great for media because right. you've got two champions, everybody's talking shit, everybody's doing this, everybody's doing that. It's great for media. But then when the fight is over and you're trying to talk about normal rankings and how it should work, it kind of it, it kind of throws a monkey wrench in the plan. Plus, when you have a champ versus champ fight, I believe that we've had reasons like steep ADC. Why didn't yeah. Stipe get him? He should have got an immediate rematch. Sure. I I think. And it's the same thing. Nunez Cyborg. Right. That's good. Let, I wanted to bring that up. but it, well, I have no particular order. Yep. But So let's review that fight. So Nunez comes in, beats her handily, got, landed that one shot that kind of sent her down that jail, was able to finish her. She's a good finisher. And Cyborg is out. It's a decisive victory. But when you have victories like that as well, you know, there's a lot like what if that one shot didn't land? Would the fight be completely different? When I think it could have been. Right. And now they said I read somewhere that they were saying Cyborg has to fight another year or two before she gets a rematch. Which is I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. I agree that's nuts. Yeah, well champ champ versus champ fights, it's almost an immediate rematch. It should be. But then if the other person wins now it's an immediate trilogy. So it, it kind of ties up 
a whole division. It does for for a whole year. You know, in boxing, that's going right now with Jesus Fury and Deontay Wilder. You know, Josh, he's kind of have the picture right now because these guys are going to have a rematch, and if it if it goes the other, now there'll be a decision that there's arguably going to be a third fight after that if it's just as great right. as the first one. So uh, a Joshua fight is two years away. I'm pretty sure Tyson Fury won that fight. I'm not ah, the boxing. Yeah. I'm not the boxing guy, but I watched that fight like three times, and I just yeah. don't see how he lost. How could you not? And that happens a lot. Now I'd heard Joe Rogan made some remark about uh, that. I read. And I'm not sure if you know about this or can expand upon about having instead of three judges, why don't we have five judges or potentially I, seven judges? I did see that because it gets more more eyes on the. I agree, but right. I mean I don't know I don't know if they want to pay seven judges. That's well, I thing. can tell from a promoter's perspective, I don't because we pay for right. those guys to be there, and obviously the right. bigger the show, the more money you pay. But when you have these consistent bad decisions, whatever combat sport it is, it starts to become a nightmare, you know. And, and maybe that's just a, something that just has to be done. How how does one guy, whatever fight he was watching. Switch the whole thing. It's shocking, and and change the history of the sport, and maybe that the history, the legacy of that particular fighter. I feel like maybe they, there's a need for a new judge pool because you could pay me a million dollars to be a judge, but in my mind, I'm still gonna want the fighter I want to win to win, and it'll absolutely show in the judging. I can't even lie. You know, you will always side sure. with the guy you like, the team you like. Oh, without a doubt. Look, if you look at a guy who's more of a grappler versus a guy who's a striker, you are going to tend to go that way. There's no way around it. In boxing, the same thing. The aggressive right. Mike Tyson style, do you like the Mayweather style? It all matters. Right. I see it every week in boxing at the local level. So, yeah, I don't know what else yes. I can do about it, but who knows? Who knows? Well, here's what I got. I got a big list here. So how about we go from this? The fighter of the the male fighter of the year. Do you have a guy who, who stands out for you? The male fighter of the year. That's a big hmm. one. I should have said these ahead of time. <laughs> nah, it's okay. It's okay. I'll figure it out. I'm only going to go with this. I guess you have to go with Daniel Cormier. I agree. Yep. He kind of he kind of cemented himself on the goat list. Uh, I think so. So yeah, it's it's got to be him. No, I agree. I agree. Why do you now? Now he surrendered the belt. So Jones, do you think he'll ever fight Jones again? Do you think it's worth him doing? think he should just pass that by because Jones isn't going to come up. He's going to have to come down. I think it makes sense at heavyweight. You think so? You, right? I, I think that's the only way you're ever going to say it. Do you think that'll happen? Yeah, I, I, I can see John Jones going up. I can see John Jones going up. I mean, he went up. He was talking about fighting Brock Lesnar, you know, yeah, so right. that's up. So he might as well go up. I think he's got a better shot at beating Lesnar than Cormier. For my benefit, what 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 is the situation with Jones? And you know, you get caught again, you know, failing a drugs test. Like, I don't understand why it's not a permanent ban or something like that. Because they deemed what was in his system to be so minuscule, it was left over from the the previous testing, and they tested him after he fought Gustafson, and he was completely clean. Okay, so why even publish it in the first place? Because he they, something showed up. I think you. I think Usada has to publish the results. Yeah, and the but state they, athletic commission is one that does that. Yeah, they deemed it such a small amount that it was residual, 
you know. But uh, apparently he he fought this fight and they tested him thoroughly and he was clean completely. Right. Well, why do you suppose he's not smart enough to get around the test? Because apparently, obviously, everybody up there is doing it at some level. I don't know why he keeps getting caught. I mean, right. the one time it, it was it was dick pills. Plus, if you look on their website, their list, there's stuff in GNC that if you took, you would fail. Oh, without a doubt, it's crazy. Matter of fact, it, it, right in, in amateur, the, anything in the, the Olympic list. I had that list for guys who are competing at that level, and absolutely, you could take go to over counter or something at GNC, and you could, in theory, fail the drug test and be out of the Olympic trials. Right. Yeah. So the list, I think, might be kind of skewed, Extensive. maybe. Right. Uh, I get it if it's an illegal substance, right. but I, they count anything performance enhancing. So, which which is a, a, broad, a broad spectrum of drugs. It could, could be caffeine, for God's sakes. You know. Yeah. Know Every, everything in GNC is to enhance performance. So. Uh, yeah. Why would you go there? Right. Right. All right. Tom, do you know what GNC is? No. Supplement store for working out, like your pre-workouts, your protein, all recovery, vitamins. It's all that. Yeah, it's all that stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 Love that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I do it all. I do it. All. Okay, yeah. Nick. How about the female fighter of the year? Uh man. <laughs> uh, I want to say Amanda Nunes because even though her cyborg fight wasn't last year. I, I have to say her. Just, yeah, it, it, it's hard to go around her. Yeah, she she is, is she as good as uh, she appears to be. Yeah, I, I remember I was at uh, American Top Team before she fought Raquel Pennington at the end yeah. of her train at the end of her training camp. But I wouldn't want to fight her. I wouldn't let her hit me. <laughs> no way. She hits that hard. That's funny. She yeah, she hits hard, man. It's scary, and she's super nice. Well, that's good. <laughs> super nice, first, super right. nice person. She's not punching your face. But, right, no, no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. Now, do you think? Do you think you know you're on the news? You know, because when she fought, she's she's cemented in history now. You think anything yeah. changes if she went back and fought Rousey at an earlier time when Rousey, let's say, was in the first two or three of her fights when she was seemed to be unbeatable, or do you see the same outcome? I know it's just one of those. I think I see the same outcome because her boxing is just levels ahead. Right. And and people kind of sleep on Nunes. She she's a black belt in jujitsu. That mm-hmm. I I don't think anybody just manhandles her on the ground like I, that. I, right. And she lets she lets those hands go with bad intention oh, yeah. from the get go. And oh, when yeah. you get hit like that, it just changes your ju- your jujitsu or wrestling skills go out the window really quickly when you get popped in the face like that. Yeah, what know? is it? Every, everybody's got great ground game until you get punched in the face once. No doubt. <laughs> and, and, and then it's all different. How about fight of the year, Nick? Who was the fight of the year? Oh, That's man. That's a big broad spectrum, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> It's better on the spot like this because you have to. It's the answer has to come right to you, and that's the one it is. If you think about it, I'm going to tell you what fight. Even though it didn't go the distance, what was just a wild fight that I liked was Tony Ferguson Anthony Pettis. I was going to say that's my one. Yeah, that's my one. That's it. I agree. If I if I had to pick one, I mean, it didn't go the distance. It ended in a finish, but for the time it was going, it was wild. Unreal. It was right. unreal of a fight. And then that's the same night that Khabib pulled Connor's head off his body. Right. 
that all that all that all happened in the same night. <laughs> no, it did. It did. I, I agree. Look, and it doesn't it doesn't have to go the distance. One of the greatest fights, although only a handful of rounds, was Hagler Hearns, where those guys stood toe to toe and just beat the shit out of each other. You know, yeah. for, what is it, three rounds or something like that? One of the greatest fights in history. It was just that, and that's what that Ferguson, you know, fight was. You know, so is Ferguson? Is he going to fight Khabib? You think that's going to happen this year? Uh, he, I was like. Much? I would like to see it, and I think I could speak for all the MMA only people. Right. But they've tried to make, they've tried to make that fight like four or five times already, right. and something always happens. This one's hurt. That one tripped over a wire. This one's eating cake and missed weight. Like it, there's always just been something, but it's a fight that needs to happen. I think so. You think we'll see it in yeah. 2019? Any I chance? sure hope. I sure hope so. Well, could be, could, it, you know, is Khabib going to be coming back? Is he? Is he? Because he's all over the place. Is he going to retire? Is he going to quit? Who's he going to fight? Well, I I've been reading, uh, and I know it's just rumor and it's all bullshit. But all rumor and bullshit is based on a little bit of reality. Yeah. I I read I read that Khabib Connor is going to happen again in 2019. I heard that too. Do you like that? I think the outcome is going to be the same. I think there's a good chance of that. It's crazy. Everybody who fights Khabib knows exactly what he's going to do, and they still can't stop him from doing it. Right. That's why he's awesome. No, he is awesome. I agree. I think think you're right. I think Khabib beats him again. But I think McGregor was not McGregor at that fight. From the walkout, we talked about it months ago. I just – I'm not saying it changes the outcome. I think he pops if the fight goes longer. I just think – he wasn't on. He wasn't in the zone. I think Khabib would have beat him anyway, probably. But uh, I just didn't see him give his best performance that night. Right. Uh, and I, I wasn't. I, I think what Nick Diaz said that too. I believe talked about that, saying um, hey, it wasn't him. I, I don't know what happened to him that night. But so you think he walks through him again? Then who else? So if he, that happens first, then you see Ferguson perhaps after that for Khabib. I, I think I think in in the pecking order, I think Ferguson's due first. I think he should get it first. Yeah, but you got to put the money in it, and the, the bigger money was is without a doubt McGregor. I don't know if he's big money anymore, though. He I, is, I feel like... as many people hate him as love him, and you can't deny that he sparks something in you. There's always a conversation about. It. You think he's gone irrelevant? I think he's losing steam, but I think. In the same aspect, people will probably rent it to see him get beat up. Right. You want to see? But it doesn't matter, him. right? It doesn't matter. They're still paying for it. It's still the same color of money, right? That's it is. That's it the, is. right. I think he's less relevant. I think he's. Less I think relevant. he's. Yeah, he's losing steam. He did the Mayweather thing, and that was kind of like. Uh, I wanted the MMA guy to win, just because. Yeah, I'm more MMA, but at the end of the day, you knew what it was going to be. You know, Mayweather, he threw like 30 punches in six rounds and got tired of waiting and then just kind of hauled out. off and, yeah, and just took him out in like two rounds. Speaking of which, did you see the Tenson fight with Mayweather? I, ha- I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even know what that was. People are saying it was <laughs> rigged. I don't think it was rigged. I think I Mayweather think so. just, just whomped on that kid. Yeah, it's like a cat playing with a mouse. Ridiculous. Right, right. I think Tenson never had been, had never been hit. Certainly with the power of a real boxer and the accuracy and the speed, and he had no idea what to do about it. Yeah. And, now uh, I'm reading Nate Diaz is going to fight Mayweather under modified rules. 
Did what you do see they this? mean by no? I didn't see that. That's interesting. What I read, and I don't, I don't know if it's bullshit or not, but I've read it on multiple sources. Is it'll be in the UFC octagon with UFC gloves? Wow. Boxing rules, with the exception of each fighter can throw three kicks around. Hmm. That's interesting. It's amazing how they come up with these things. Right. How about, will anyone have a chance to use a lightsaber? I wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because it's getting ridiculous. I think Darth Vader's going to jump out of the crowd and kill everyone. What the fuck? Three, I mean, right. And what if he throws four? Is the whole thing over, you know? I don't even know. I think Floyd's smart enough to not fight in MMA because the worst guy on the roster will beat him. Right. But they could pull it off. If he was to fight Nate in the cage with just MMA gloves, that could happen. We got to give Mayweather credit to what a fucking genius. He's just developed an entire whole career now. Boxing guys who are nowhere near his level will ever right. be at his level. And he'll bank $9 million for three minutes of work from now because everyone will step up next. He wants $25 million to fight Nate. I guarantee he could get it. I, yeah, God damn it, I hate to even say it. I'd goddamn give him more money. <laughs> he doesn't have enough. I'll give him what I have. That's crazy. Then, I didn't hear that. And then Khabib was talking about wanting to box him in a boxing match. Floyd is just like, cool, I'll just keep getting paid. Do you think, I know you're not a do you think that ruins his legacy? Or do you think he just said, fuck it, I'm going to make another $100 million for my kids, my grandkids, you know, doing nothing. Showing up, not even working out. I don't even think he needs the money at this point. I think he's just doing it to do it. I think so. But then I heard he's going to fight Pacquiao again after Pacquiao fights Bronner. No one, no one cares about that. Tom, do you no. care about that? Not at all. Not at all. No one <laughs> not at all. Not, I mean, it's not even on the radar. I, I'd rather watch Hulk Hogan come back. Pacquiao's like a hero in, you know, in the Philippines. He, he He's absolutely legendary. And as soon as he lost to Mayweather, I think that was it for him. And that, that sadly, that fight happened much too late in both of their careers. But right, right. Anyway, back back to UFC. <laughs> well, look, we're, it's, we talk about everything, Tom. Okay, how about that? Okay, round of the year, Nick. What was the round of the year? Round of wow. the year. <laughs> I really didn't prepare this. Is there one round and all look you are you're the super fan and you're the one who's got you know all this stuff you gotta know a round that you really enjoyed that you thought was a round of the year. There's so many good rounds. I mean you have <sighs> hmm. Ga- Gaethje Michael Johnson might have been round of the year. Uh-huh. When uh Gaethje was rocked, I thought the fight was gonna end, then Johnson's rocked, and then he gets finished. Gacy James Vick could have had a round of the year in it. Definitely. Uh, a lot of people will side with anything Khabib and Connor, even though it was very lopsided. But yeah. people will like whatever round he got beat up the worst in. <laughs> There's a lot, man. And, oh, is, my that God. Is, that's a tough one. All right. All right. What's the best, uh, best knockout of the year? Knockout of the year is. Yeah, I got one for you. Nganu Overeem. Ngannou Francis Nganu. Yeah, because yeah, I swear to God, his soul left his body after <laughs> after he got. He I've never seen anybody get hit like that. 
Right. How about Yar's uh, reverse elbow against the KO? That's, see, that's a good one, too. There is a lot. It's almost unfair of how many it is there unfair. is. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. I know. And for me, to, you put you on. It's tough because you'd have to sit back for hours and think, which is the best. And, and that could change, you know, from a minute to minute. All right. How about, was there a bet? I got, well, it didn't happen last year. Best submission of the year. Submission of the year. And let's count up through today. <laughs> So. Oh, my God. There's so many. I mean, my favorite submission probably of all time was uh, the Korean zombie landing the twister because yeah. you just don't you just don't see that uh, often. Right. I don't know. I'm I'm not a Connor fan. So my submission of the year is Khabib cranking his head off. That, which is a, which is a good submission, by the way. I love yeah, that. Too. It really is. You squish someone's head really hard and they and they tap. It's wonderful. Ryan taking out BJ Penn. What do you think of that? I don't know where that guy went. He like was main card and then disappeared. Uh, but his submission game is legit. I actually was able to find a video where Nate Diaz submitted him years ago in the I game. I saw that. Yeah. Which was kind of wild. But yeah, Ryan, Ryan Hall is, I, I don't know where he went. He just like vanished. It's weird. It is. It is. It's funny because after that fight that week, everyone in the in the gym, you know, that's the move they want to do. This, mm. you know, which will never be pulled off. The the stars and the moon aligned, you know, for Ryan to pull that shit off, you know, and, and require yeah. BJ Penn to make a technical mistake by going the wrong way, and uh, which a, anyone would have done, but uh, but everyone, I want to know that move, <laughs> yeah. you know. Eh, let's just learn to mount them, but it's kind of funny. But that was that was right. Elvis, I mean, right? That was you know, a good one. Right? How about what, what was the best UFC? Or what was the best event um, in 2018? Was there one that stands out to you? That was it. Could be from it doesn't have yeah. to be, it could be fun or actually, I I don't know what number it was. It had uh, it was uh, what was it two? It was uh, Bisping Saint Pierre. Right. Yeah, Jencheck, Nami Yunus, uh, TJ, Cody, all on the same card. I thought that that card was great card. That right. card was pretty legit. Right, right. And, right. I, and I, I picked all the, all the main event shit wrong too. Two one seven. That was. I picked everything wrong. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's funny. Here's so funny. So do you take do you keep a tally of your predictions and and your winning percentage and your losing percentage? That should be your job this year. You might not want to. Expose I did. It. No, I do it. No, I picked eighty seven percent winners last year. That's really good. Nice. Yep. Eighty five the year before. Last year, so we got to bring it up over ninety this year. Uh, if we're gonna if we're gonna keep you on the air, we expect excellence. Uh, you expect ninety, yeah. <laughs> well, look, little, you gotta have some some standards. Yeah. You know? Well, uh, most of that is luck. Most of that is luck. Well, like in a lot of these fights, how do you predict? They're so close, and so many crazy things can happen. You know, uh, from a cut to a, a guy just gets clipped on the button. Uh, you know, who knows? Um, but anyway, all right. How about who's who's what fighter disappointed you the most this year? Nate Diaz. Nate did. Why did Nate disappoint? Because who did he fight? I don't know. Nobody. No Nobody. Yeah, that's why he's he's my favorite fighter. So I take it personal when he doesn't fight. <laughs> right. Why do you suppose he is? Is this some a disconnect in Nate like that? He just says, fuck it. And I'm not going to fight. And I think well, that I don't funny. know. He was he's supposed got, to fight Poirier. 
Right. And people were like, what What took you so long to come back? And he said he was in some kind of legal, he was not eligible to fight. Was there so any truth maybe, I, I have no idea. Maybe I'm not so much, I'm disappointed that if that's the case, I didn't know. Yeah, sure, I would be too. And he blames the UFC, and I kind of blame the UFC, too. If the guy's not fighting, you know, people are running around saying stuff. Say, hey, he's not eligible to fight because he's still a huge draw, his name. He is. He's, he's st- How many more years has he got? I mean, I, guys can always come back years later, but we th- they all have a shelf life. Yeah, unfortunately, I think he's on the decline now because it's been so long. Yeah, and that's what he said. He's, like, totally dropped out of the rankings. Is he out of the rankings, Tom? That's that's right, yeah. Right. We yeah. were talking about that on one of the other shows. Yeah, yeah it's unfortunate too because he's a huge draw. Yes, and he seems to be a guy who, with so much talent and stuff that never. I don't think he reached his potential. No, and he's and he's a great guy outside of all the bullshit you see on what TV. What I hear. I right. I was at I was at a an event in Miami, and he did the after party, and I got to kind of hang out for a little bit and stuff. And he was just an awesome guy to talk to. Right. I mean, you know, so you sort of know him personally. You have some experience with him. Yeah, I got so. to I got to meet him. So it, it's he was just really cool. So it's it's unfortunate that he's not getting a it fight. Is, it is. How about worst fight of the year? Ugh. Something that just completely disappointed you for any reason. This is your take on it. It doesn't have to be I, a lousy I, fight. I think DC Stipe because. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I'm not saying I'm not saying it was a lucky punch, but I'm saying it's a lucky punch. I mean, it <laughs> is what it is. It happens. Sure does. Which I I thought that fight was going to be like championship rounds, somebody getting the better, and I, I didn't expect the first round. I just didn't see that. McGregor Khabib for me was it because you're a big McGregor fan. I hoped it would be more competitive and. I hope that he would stick to his game plan, you know, like land a few of them big shots. You know, we, right? We, I was so hyped for it, and the show was great, UFC two two nine. And then you got to that final fight with all the big build up, and it was disappointing for me. No, no I liked either. it. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. How about card of the year? Worst, worst total card of the year? Was there one card out there that you just said, ah? Uh... The whole thing sucked. That one's hard because they always seem to pull through with something. One fight. I, I I don't even know. I would have to research that to figure out which one I, I don't know if them. It's hard because they always. What about that card that they just outright canceled? That was this year, though. Well, that's all right. We're close <laughs> we didn't do our review. So this will be a 13 month review. Yeah. <laughs> No, right, and that was the whole thing, moving that. What do you think about them moving the whole card? That That's kind of, I don't know, I, that's kind of weird. Like, there's people, like, if I was a fighter's family member or a fan, like, right. imagine your favorite fighter's fighting, it's the first time you get to go to an event, and then they uproot it. Right, so you're you're that guy from New Jersey, right, making 50 grand a year. You save all this money, you buy tickets to Vegas, you get a hotel room that you can't afford, right? You and your buddies are going to get this whole plan to go there, take off of work with which you don't get paid for having off, and then you go ahead and switch it. That's a big right. fuck you to that fan. Yeah. You know, yeah. who is your diehard fan? They did say that they they gave those people first dibs on tickets, but that doesn't 
fix that me is. buying another hotel, flying to LA, buying another ticket. I don't know. That was that was time good. off of work. There was to- a yeah. total screwing on that. I think that really did hurt them. I don't think that was a. I I don't know. I I I, I that's hard to justify in any way for any fighter whatsoever in my book. But yeah, I don't. No good. No good. No good. Tom, what was the driver behind that? Because because the, the Jones's drug test. That wouldn't can can the whole card surely. Because what happened is, Nick, please correct me if I'm wrong, is that Nevada was not going to let him fight. Right. So they moved it to California, which is only, you know, a couple hours away where they were going. Yeah. But um, because they weren't going to let him fight. And then somehow California allowed it to happen. Yeah. Shocked me, by the way, that that happened. So, you know, it's what I mean is they moved it rather than canned it. Right. They moved the whole location. They move the whole card rather than cancel one fight. Yeah. Okay. And as a and as a fighter, Nevada does not tax their purse. You know, and they got I think it's a thirty percent tax in California. So out of that dollar, if you got paid one dollar to fight in Nevada, you got to keep that dollar essentially. And you've got one dollar in California, you you got seventy cents. Yeah. Right. It's a big deal. Massive. Yeah, it is. Massive. Right. Yeah. Plus the tag. Well, anyway, but anyway. So, who's um? What was your favorite? Is UFC your favorite promotion, or is it one? Is it Bellator? Is it Primal Fight Promotions? <laughs> Actually, the, right now, the one I'm following the most is Bare Knuckle. Uh, but I'm, that's mainly I'm doing all the the pre fight stuff. Right. For MMA, I'll tell you, I've it's kind of like I've been following one championship a lot. I have for a long time. UFC is still the big. No doubt. They're the NFL. Right. Yeah, they're they're like the NFL of it. I I try to take it all in. I try to take it all in because I I like to know who's coming up. Even your promotion, there there was some upcoming talent at your last show. Right, there was. And look, we're on the bottom of the food chain, and we have, well, I'm not going to promote it. We have like five shows in Jersey this year and one in PA. So that's MMA alone. And a kickboxing event. May fourth, but does it does it count as bottom of the food chain? It's where every it's where every Conor McGregor started. Oh no, it doesn't. By the way, we are very necessary in this sport. We're the ones who help develop those fighters to get them up to that next level. Without us, there's no there's no there's no practice, so to speak. You know, and it does count because yeah. you see some you saw some real good talent there. You're like, wow, who is that kid? That might be somebody in five years or two years, you know, with the right breaks, you know, but absolutely. Yeah. Right. And hey, you never know. Who's going to be the breakout star, the MMA fighter next year? Is there someone that is just Gregor, waiting to break through? Gregor Gillespie. Gregor Gillespie. Tell me about Gregor Gillespie. He's a undefeated wrestler. I think he has a fight coming up, but he's real under the radar. He's very Where's under he the radar. New York. He's already in the UFC. We actually wrote an article on Rising Star, uh, who it's going to be, and it was him and Brian Ortega, the guy that wrote the article like against me. And or- Ortega's a star already. He didn't have the showing he wanted against Max Holloway, but a uh, great guy. I got to meet and hang out with him for a little bit too. But I think Gregor Gillespie is going to be the guy in 2019. Most Gregor people might, even, yeah, most people might not even know who he is. That's big having that New York back in. Yeah. yeah that'll catapult you to being a superstar pretty quick. Oh, no no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. 
what else in, in 2019, Nick, that you're looking for? The bare knuckle box, obviously that the big event canceled. Uh, yeah. When when is that? February second, uh, Cancun, 2nd. and then they have another one March 9th in the New England area. I know that doesn't really narrow it down because the New England area is big. But I'm telling you, man, I got I got a chance to kind of look in the inner workings and yep. talk to talk to the guys who own it, and their fighters seem more humble. Eh, I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah. you talk to these guys, and when you get them on, you would never think these guys fight with no gloves. Yeah, right. But they're also <laughs> like the bigger names in the UFC. Like I guess when you know you're badass, there's no reason to. You know, talk about it. They just, it's, it's just, it's just good. Yeah, bare, bare knuckles. I don't know. It's been on the brain for the last three right, months. No, That's it's crazy. coming up, right? UFC. Anything, anything you look exciting in the UFC or one, anyone that, uh, or anything coming up that you want to see or expecting to see? I, I would like to see Val uh, defend her belt again. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody could beat her at that weight, but yeah. I, I agree. You know, I'm interested to see which way Nunez goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you what a fight that's coming up that I'm super excited for. And it's not because I know one of the fighters, but uh, Holly Holm, Aspen Ladd. Oh, yeah, right. when's that happening? Aspen Ladd's a, a friend of our website. She's been on a bunch of times. Right. Absolute phenomenal person outside. Like, all, she fights under uh, MMA Gold and... All that we actually just did a series on them on the site. Their whole pro team. We we had each one of them on. Uh, you know, Anthony Hernandez, Marion Renault. Who else is on their flight? Ashley Medina. There's just a bunch of them, but she right. is just an awesome person through and through, outside of the cage. And you would, if you talk to her and then watch a fight, you're like, is that the same person? Ah, she's very soft-spoken, very nice, uh-huh. and then she gets in the cage and she's a savage. Total beast. Awesome. Hey, Nick, thanks, buddy. I appreciate the, the year wrap-up and what we're looking for. Next week, we have, what, February 2nd, the Baron Elko. How do people find this? If you're international, you have to get it through Fight TV. If you're in the U.S., it's bareknuckle.tv for the pay-per-view. Got it. Bareknuckle.tv. And- we we could come back on and talk about it after if you like. Absolutely, I'll be there. No, no doubt. I want that take. Absolutely, and we'll promote it prior yeah. to the event and kind of get that wrap up if you have time for a little bit of a, a thing before you go. I know you're busy. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll get you on. We could do fight week, and that would then, be great. I know the fight Saturday. We're going to be touching down in Mexico on Thursday, gotcha. uh, and we're going to be doing as much live stuff as we can from uh, the Combat Insiders YouTube channel. Okay, and it's and obviously it's, so they can find that coming up in a couple of weeks. And and you're and the Combat Insiders what? What's the website for that? It's uh, combatinsidersmedia.com. But uh, all that stuff will mostly be through uh, YouTube. Just search Combat Insiders on YouTube, wow. and it, it'll be there. It's I don't even stuff too on Nick Portella MMA, right? Yeah, I don't even know what I'm gonna do when I get there, but I'm doing something. That's what <laughs> I hooters. Look, don't go don't go get arrested. Spring break. No, no, I'm not gonna be that guy. I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> I'm too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I could see him doing it though. He had it down. He was break, break. He's he's ready. <laughs> Tom is an animal. He goes all over the world parties. He's drinking on every continent in the world except for Antarctica, and he's working on that one. That's right. So Tom, <laughs> you should come to Mexico, buddy. I'd love to. I've been I've been twice and had a great time. But you've never been for knuckle boxing. I have yeah. not. No. No. No, that'd but be next time cool. you go to Mexico, Tom, there'll be that wall and you'll have to climb over it to get to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would just dig a tunnel. Right, you'll dig a tunnel. I'm sure there's plenty of them. Hey, yeah. guys, thanks. Uh, Nick, thanks, buddy. We'll see you next month. All right, yeah, peace man. out. Right, take care, guys. You have been listening to Primal Radio in association with Primal Gym and Primal Promotions. Primal Radio is available on all good podcast venues. To help us grow, please subscribe, like it, share it, and leave us a great review.